stranger things Everyone wants more All we can do is wait for season four I thought in the meantime That it might be fun To read every comic and book In what I call the Stranger Danger Book Club Ah, Stranger Danger Book Club Ah, Book Club Stranger Danger Book You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everybody, welcome back to Stranger Danger Book Club. Summer night, moonlit sky, tearing pages from a magazine. She cries, I don't want to be the lonely one tonight. Come on everybody. She said I came to this place full of dreams. Young and innocent and only 16 Now I wonder if it's too late to turn back Folks, we're here to talk about a book today But before we do, I'm going to take a moment to sing along with my favorite damn Yankee song Come on! She's in the twilight zone Yeah, you gotta run, run, run away it's such a long way home and it's so bad you gotta run, run, run away. Perfect day feels like spring. Oh, the music going away. Oh, I could just sing that. I could just go on and on and on singing about that song. I love that song. That is from the 1990 
The album's Damn Yankees. The band is Damn Yankees. I am really showing my age there. That song is 31 years old. Holy moly. If you don't know who Damn Yankees are, if you've ever heard of the band, I'm, I'm aging myself. I feel like most of the people listening to this have no idea who any of these bands are. If you ever heard of the band Sticks? Come sail away, come sail away. We'll take a guy from Sticks. Then there's a band called Night Ranger. Sister Christian, know the time has come. Put those two guys together. Then you get Ted Nugent, who had Cat Scratch Fever playing guitar. Stick him on guitar. And then a guy on the drums who I don't know. And you got Damn Yankees, a super group uh, that, you know, had two albums and really haven't, you know, they, they went back to their old bands. But um, I've always loved, if you, you may have heard like, can you take me high enough? That's their huge hit. But this is my favorite song of theirs. And I had to play it. I had to choose this because the title is Runaway. See, it all, it all comes back. It all, it all comes back full circle. And, and I thought, of course, my first thought was to play Bon Jovi's Runaway. But Stranger Things has used that song already. So I thought, you know, let's be a little, little original here and go with a, a, another song with Runaway in it. Um, this one wasn't from, you know, the time that this story took place few years later but still it holds a special place in my heart and that's why i chose it to talk to you today about another stranger things book here we are back still waiting still waiting for for season four any any like news nugget anything i there was this little rumor out there that it was coming back in august and someone tweeted about it, and then uh, on Twitter they showed me that it was Sean Levy said, so, nope, that's not happening. Or at least he said um, the, the date wasn't happening. So, But you never can know. You never know. We, I mean, who knows? We could find out, you know, in, in two weeks we could get a trailer. I have no idea. I don't know. There was something, right, where, and I know I'm going to, I, I was going to do an episode on this, and when I listened to it, I thought, man, there's only... I'll just talk about it during my next uh, book club episode. There was a some kind of promotional thing that went out there that had a phone number, and when you called the phone number, you talked to someone named Yuri, and he was like a delivery guy, and it seemed to me like it was a front for a smuggler, and this is going to be the guy who's going to get Hopper out of Russia. That's what I put, you know, that's what I got from, from listening to that. If you look up, like, the Stranger Things... Um, voicemail the the phone number that they give the the phone number they had for people and then the um the voicemail that was heard um it wasn't like i was i was going to do a play it and on the episode and i listened to it and i said you know what everyone everyone's heard this already if you haven't heard it then i apologize but look it up uh, uh stranger things yuri voicemail but the, i'm not really here to talk about that because we're just waiting we're just waiting what i'm here to talk to you about is book three in the novelization world of Stranger Things, an official Stranger Things novel, Runaway Max. Now, it took me a while to get back to you guys because I've been reading uh, Ready Player Two, but then what happened was I signed up for DC Universe Infinite, and I've been reading so many comics, so I've been really slow reading books because I go back to comic books. 
and I'm like, oh, I want to read a little, a little of this, a little of that. And, and, you know, I read here and there and I try reading when I fall asleep and it doesn't last that long. So I was on vacation this past week and I said, to heck with it. I screamed. I, I don't, I don't mean to swear, but I said, to heck with it. And I put, um, ready player two aside and I already had a uh, runaway max on my, uh, Kindle. So I fired it up and I read it all the way through, finished it today in record time. I mean, I told you I'm a slow reader. I can't believe how quickly I read this. Um, it was shorter than the other books. It was a fun, easier read. I'm guessing it's a, a young adult novel and I am, you know, I am just now I haven't been a young adult in a long time, but um, I feel like my reading comprehension has just gotten high enough that I can read young adult novels and understand everything that's going on. Um, but this this book, so I'm going to tell you a little bit. It, it is a um, it's Runaway Max, and it is not at all what I thought it was going to be. And I'll talk about that. It's by the author's name is Brenna Yovanov, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not familiar with her, but she, uh, I'm just going to go through, she has on her website, she has hand, uh, a good chunk of books that she's written for the last um, nine years. Well, I guess 11 years ago now. So that uh, started off with The Replacement in 2010, The Space Between in 2011, The Curiosities in 2012. I don't know if that's like other, it's a collection of stories. Paper Valentine, another book she wrote in 2013. Fiendish in 2014. These all look like spooky, spooky, spooky books. Um, but then we have The Anatomy of Curiosity. That looks like another short con collection of books by the same people in the Curiosities. Then Places No One Knows. That looks like it should be a... Um, it looks like it should be a, a Netflix movie. Just looking at the cover. It looks like something that my wife would read. And then that was in 2016. And then in 2019, Stranger Things Runaway Max. So I was like, okay, this is what I assumed was going to happen when I opened this book. I was going to get a story of uh, Max Mayfield and her family before... They moved to Hawkins. I thought this was going to strictly be a story of Max maybe running away, the idea of runaway Max, uh, and trying to live out on her own. I assumed it was going to be almost like Hopper's story, where maybe there's some ties to now, but the brunt of the story was going to be telling a, a something that happened in their previous life. And while there was some aspect of that in this book, it was very much told in, I don't want to say today's uh, present tense, but it was very much told in the current time of her in Hawkins. This is basically like a retelling of season two of Stranger Things, all from her perspective all from Max's character's perspective, but also how she thinks of her old life and how it relates. I feel like all the old life stuff was flashback 
well, I, I guess that's kind of how Hopper's book was, but I feel like it was just flashback. Like it was like, well, how does this, let's, let's look at some of this, but now let's bring you back to the story. Like there was, it was more, I feel like it was more than 50% of the story was in, in the quote unquote present tense in the current time of season two of stranger things. And yet it would kind of pepper in these moments of her talk, thinking about her life before uh, her dad, her friends dealing with Billy and Billy's dad and how they brought them into uh, how they were brought into their life. Uh, and it, it really flushed out the character of Max in a great way. I think it was written in first person. So it was, I did this and I did that. Um, which always takes me a little, uh, like it takes me a moment to kind of get into like, cause you realize every conversation the you have to be there for, and it's everything that you remember and everything, how you see it. Um, so it's that first person thing. That's how all the, um, the, whatever they call hunger games books were, right? Yeah. I read those a thousand years ago. Um, but I, when it's done right and it's done good, it's, um, it's enjoyable. And this was because it, I, as much as I enjoyed the older stuff, you know, I don't want to say enjoyed, but I was intriguing and I thought it was really well done. Cause some of the stories were like, oh, it made, you know, it was tense because of Billy, you know how Billy's going to be. Um, I really enjoyed the author being given the, uh, the freedom to say, this is what was going through Max's mind while this was going on. You remember that time that the boys were spying on her while she was skating and then she left a note for them? Well, we get to see her perspective of that. Um, walking into class from the first time and they all stare at her, her perspective of that. Being left out of the AV room while they were looking at Dart. Uh, things like that. We, we get to see... Um, her perspective of going when she goes out to go uh, scare the kids on Halloween and hang out with them and trick or treating and how Mike was a jerk to her and how that felt. Uh, the time she that that L used her powers because she saw her and Mike together and she fell off the skateboard. It was it was. I love. I'm a sucker for the retelling of things from different perspectives. I I, I love that device as a storytelling. Uh, device. I, lo- I love that. That I just love the use of it. Um, and it's been a while since I've watched these episodes, but uh, it was, you know, it was fun to kind of get a refresher of all that. It was like, oh, now she's going to meet uh, uh, these guys. Now she's going to meet Steve. Oh, she's talking about Hopper there. Oh, she heard about L. Oh my goodness, this is what happens when she sees L. Um, I mean, I'm not giving anything away. It's a retelling of the story. So, you know, the story, um, but you know, like, Oh, this is, you remember when Billy beat up Steve, we get to kind of get to see that it was really, um, just well done. It was just an enjoyable, well done book. And it was a breeze to read. And when I say that, look, it, I, it still took me, you know, I don't know, five days, six days to read it because I don't, I don't read a ton at a time. I just don't. I'll read 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got a lot done. Um, but then yesterday, today, I just read a bunch. And, it, you know, I feel like if, if you like to read and to read quick, you could, you could read this really quick. And I think it's worth it. As a Stranger Things fan, 
I think you'd actually get something out of it. I think this is the one that you get the most out of maybe so far. So the first novel, uh, it was like, actually that was, that was enjoyable because it kind of gave you a precursor of what was to come with the lab. So that was, that's a big one. The darkness on the edge of town, as much as I enjoyed it, as much as I liked seeing Hopper in a cop drama, that's maybe the one that if you had to skip one of these, um, I feel like that's the one that you could pretty much do without. If you were to do without, let's say if you if you had to, if you had to bring two books with you, uh, and they had to be Stranger Things books, I would skip the the Hopper one. I'm not saying it's a bad book. I'm just saying, uh, as far as Stranger Things is concerned, that one is the least to do with um, the world of Stranger Things. Where this one, um, you know, the first one gave a, a rich history. This one gave just kind of a a more flushed out version of Max. And you're sitting there going, oh, wait, none of them know who she is or at this point or what must be going through her head when all of a sudden she's seeing all this wackadoodle stuff going on as far as demodogs and, and L showing up. And then it, it, oh, uh, what do you mean a gate? What, what's going on here? Like that is, it was, it was very well done. That's all. I, I don't know what else to say, except uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I don't want to go through too much because I think I suggest you read it. There's going to be a link to it um, to the, so you can purchase it on Amazon uh, on the show notes for this episode. So if you are interested in this book, I would suggest picking it up. Um, I'm not sure what else to say. Just uh, it makes me like Max even more. And it, it, oh, you know what it does do? It, it makes you, I don't want to say sympathetic to Billy. There are moments where you do feel sympathy, where there are moments where you, where you think like, you realize, of course, Max was excited and looked up to him at one point. And then she's afraid of him. And, and it, it's, it's a little sad because this book, you know, when you, when the story is over, it's just like, you know, they're, they're going to the school dance, but we know now what happens to Billy and we know that he kind of, he kind of gets a, he gets some redemption at the end, his character right at the very end. But none of that is, um, is in this book. And it's like in one respect, what she goes through with Billy and Neil shows that's Billy's dad, um, kind of shows her that, yeah, of course monsters exist in this world. You know, they're right down the hall. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that was a that was so profound at the end, wasn't it? Jeez, I think I think I'm done. I think I've done it. So, my friends, I um, I'm going to take a few moments right now to do some um, some shameless plugging. Today, right now, it's Saturday, February twenty seventh. February is almost done. And you know what happens after February? March. And I want to tell you something. Over at my other podcast, Geek Mentality, I'm doing a project all month long. I'm calling it Marchy McFly. You know what that means? That means every day in March, I'm going to be watching Back to the Future 31 times. 
in a row. And every day in March, I'll be podcasting about Back to the Future. So, if you want to talk about Back to the Future, I suggest you subscribe to Geek Mentality right now. Uh, because the first episode of Marchy McFly will be coming on Marchy 1st. I don't know if I'm going to call it Marchy 1st. Um, but yes, I'm excited. That's why I'm also happy that I read this and I finished this today so I can talk about it now. I'm excited to, uh, to do that. That's going to be a fun project all month long in March. I'm sure it'll be exhausting, but I, you know, I thrive in nonsense. And this, this is, uh, I, I love these podcasts. What can I say? Um, and I, I got to tell you, I also have another podcast, but this one's a little specific. This one is specific to old Superman comics. If you like old Superman comics, I have a podcast called Reaction Comics. It is where I read the old Superman comics from Action Comics, and I kind of make fun of them. I poke fun of them, and uh, I've been having fun doing that. There's a handful of uh, episodes out now. They come out every Monday. Uh, they'll be coming out every Monday in, on, in March, too. I have a couple in the can ready to go. Look at that. I planned ahead. Uh, and also, I, um, I have an Instagram for that. So if you're on Instagram, I assume you, you kids are, uh, check out Reaction Comics. It's mostly, mostly me just poking fun at these comic books. Uh, that's about it. That's all I got to say. Uh, so thank you guys so much for sticking with the podcast and um, staying subscribed. And my, my plan really, really is when season four finally gets here, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Then I'm going to go back and watch it again. This time, giving you a podcast, hopefully on a weekly basis, because it, it, these, the, it takes me a little while. And what I'd like to do is do a podcast every week and not make you wait for months and months and months like a terrible podcast host. Um, yeah, that's it. And I say um, a lot. That's just the way it is. So thank you guys so much. You can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. You can find the um, podcast on Twitter at Stranger D Pod. But all roads lead to fansnotexperts.com. Every podcast episode of this show is on there. Every podcast episode of every other show I do is on there. You can find everything there. That's it. That's all I got to say. So until next time, remember, reading is fundamental. And you can't spell fundamental without F-U-N. Fans not experts.